Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hardline. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host for the night with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the ones in charge. They are the host with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They're at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. And man, is it a stormy, stormy set of waters that we're in. I mean, really. So. We just got to trust in God, trust in, you know, Jesus and surrender our life over and, you know, just trust that he's going to steer our ship, our personal vessel into that safe harbor so that we can anchor after the storm is done and we can get ourselves on solid, dry land. So it's very important. So it is Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. Welcome to episode 500. 500, ladies and gentlemen. There is only one way. So glad to have you all here. So kind of a little bit of good news before I get going on on the topic here. So I've been watching the silver market. And man, silver just keeps going up, 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 and up. And it's continuing to go up. That's pretty exciting. Um, and it just keeps going up. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. 
I mean, it, it, I don't even want to make any speculations or guesses about what's to come, but it is pretty exciting to say the least. I will say that it is very exciting to see what's happening in the silver market. Um, so we just keep saying our prayers that, uh, you know, silver breaks free and, you know, we can all, uh, you know, hopefully be in a better situation here. But anyway, so speaking of that a little bit, so again, got to make sure I put this disclaimer out there because that's, well, what I have to do. And when I say that's what I have to do, that was not put forward by anybody. That's just something I decided to do on my own terms because, you know, there are some Karens and Darrens out there that like to make a big fuss about this, that, and the other. So, you know, hey, just to cover my bases, I like to make sure that I can put the Karens and Darrens at bay. And if you have the name Karen or Darren, I mean, no offense, but, you know, unfortunately, that is one of those just kind of stigmas that, you know, society decided to, you know, take up. You know, it's one of those things that. People like to consider Karens as the big complainers of society. And listen, I have three Karens in my family. One of them passed away. God rest her soul. My, I have an aunt Karen. What a fun soul. You know, what a fun woman she was. She passed away way too soon. Um, that was last summer. Um, I have a grandmother named Karen, of course. And then uh, my wife, her aunt has, you know, she has an aunt named Karen. So look, we got three Karens in our family already. So, you know, when I say to put the Karens and Baron, you know, Karens and Darrens at bay. I'm talking about basically the complainers of society that just want to make a big fuss over anything and everything. So here is my disclaimer for you. <laughs> Liz Anella says, I can't say the same for the Karen in my family. <laughs> I'm assuming that Karen in your family is a legit Karen. <laughs> That's freaking great. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry for your misfortune of that particular Karen. <laughs> okay. So disclaimer, remember, as I always state periodically in a podcast, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, a priest, a deacon, a biblical scholar, or a lawyer. I am not a member of the bar. I do not give out legal advice. I also am not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own, unless I reference other material. So there you go. There you go. All right. So... Before I get started, actually, so um, let me find my spot. Here we go. So I, I promise to keep this uh, individual anonymous, um, but I thought this was really cool. So with last night's show, I played that one video clip um, of the girl that was talking about her experience with the teacher that was really militant, right, um, with the goldfish. And if you listen to last night's show, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you saw the video I posted on Telegram, you'd know exactly what I'm referencing. It's a girl with the crazy eye makeup that made herself look like a cat. But that's neither here nor there. It's something different there, but whatever. It was a great video. It was a great message. So this individual said that they, uh, they were at a group, a county group that they do. And there's lots of them that go around across this nation. Lord knows we have a ton of them in Michigan. There's a lot that goes on. And, and, and when I say groups, I'm talking groups that are outside of the uh, assembly of people, right? Like here in Michigan, we got this group called We the County. Now, I have no idea what they're about. I just know they exist. Like there's, there's tons of different patriot, and I use that term in quotes, patriot groups. I'm not saying they're all bad, but there's a lot of them out there that really paint themselves in a uh, chameleon paint, if you will, just to try to slip under the radar and to infiltrate 
grassroots movement. So just be very careful with your, you know, grassroots patriot groups out there. Okay. But anyway, this individual sent me a message saying, Hey, I like that video so much with the goldfish last night. Um, let me, man, hold on a second. Let me see if I can read it. I played the video of the goldfish last night and then gave a plug for the national assembly. Seven people ended up signing up for our information for the, uh, for, for our information call that they do. Thanks for the video is very, very powerful. I thought that was really, really cool. What is, I'm like reading the chat here. <laughs> uh, Destry, <laughs> why are you saying Daryl, Daryl and, oh, wait, oh, Daryl, Daryl and Daryl? I'm confused. Is that like uh, your version of a Karen? Daryl's? Karen's and Daryl's? I'm confused. I need context on that. Oh, he said it's an old thing. Oh, it's an old school thing. Like kind of like I used to walk to school uphill both ways, barefoot in the snow, like that kind of old. Yep. He says <laughs> that's freaking great. Oh man. Leslie Liberty says my other brother is Daryl. It was on a TV show. Oh yeah. Then I guess, I mean, I'm from, listen, I'm very familiar with old TV shows like Hogan's heroes and all in a family, stuff like that. But yeah, that's a different one. I, you know, the only name that I know that you would say three times is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. But you know, the Daryl thing I have no idea about. Now I have to look that up. <laughs> I like how Destry puts it though. It's an old thing. Oh, three stooges, Larry Curley and Mo. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay way beyond my time, I guess. So, okay. So where was I at? Oh, so anyways, but back to this message. Yeah. So, um, this individual played that video, the goldfish at their, uh, County group. And, um, yeah, seven people ended up signing up for the informational call. And, uh, they, that, that powerful, you know, that message was so powerful because again, the whole purpose, the whole purpose of the video was don't be a bystander. See, we have an opportunity. When we have an opportunity to do what's right, even when we're standing alone, and even though it's probably the toughest thing that we have to stand alone against, you still have to do it, no matter what the consequences are. And the whole purpose The whole purpose of that video was the learning lesson. Do not stand by and let evil prevail. I'm glad that this individual played that video at their meeting because it garnered seven prospects to become assembly members. That is amazing. See, these are good tools you want to use. See, I used to be in sales. There was a thing that was always drilled in my head by my boss, Brian. He was a good guy. I actually loved working for him. My wife and I worked with him together as a, you know, uh, we were a sales team together for about a year. And he always had this saying, uh, Rachel P., she was just asking in the chat what video I just got on and missed it. Um, so it was a video I played in yesterday's uh, episode 498. Um, bystander no more, but I also posted it in the telegram 
uh, channel. If you follow me on Telegram, um, you'll see the video. If you scroll up a little bit from earlier today uh, or maybe last night, the girl looks like she has like cat eye makeup on. I don't know. It's really weird. Her her eye makeup is really weird. But yeah, it's about a goldfish um, and it's just a girl telling a story. So it's a really good video. It's a powerful, powerful message. Um, definitely. I definitely highly encourage you. You check it out. Um, these are the, oh, so back to what I was going to say though, when I was in sales, I was always told facts tell, okay. Facts tell, but stories sell. So you could tell facts all day long about the assembly, about how what happened to our country back in 1861, how we, you could tell every fact on a pamphlet of what happened in history, going back all the way from 1213, going all the way back to, or going all the way to present day and what happened with our country and how we lost our republic or almost lost it, I should say, almost lost it. You could tell all those facts all day long. And a lot of people will internalize it and they'll say, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay, yep. But see, if you tell a story and you captivate that individual man or woman that you're talking to and you're conversing with, and you tell them and, and you get them emotionally invested in that story, you're more than likely going to make the sale if it's good emotions, of course, that you're stirring up, but you're more than likely going to make the sale when you're telling a story versus telling them facts. That's the same thing when you bring people onto the assembly. Don't just give them facts. And like my wife just said right here, you got to personalize it. See, we're entering a time right now where crap is getting real. I mean, we saw Trump get indicted. He pled not guilty. And of course, there was no mugshots. There was no arrest, nothing like, you know, no mugshots, no fingerprinting. He got on his plane, went back to Mar-a-Lago. Apparently, he's talking tonight at 8.15. So if you cut out of here, I don't blame you. I probably would cut out of here, too, just to go listen to Trump. I'll try to be done beforehand. It'll be a tough order, but we'll try. But if you cut out early, I understand. But the thing is, is you want to make a personal, you want to get them emotionally invested, and you want to get them stirred up in a positive way to start taking action. Because there is only one way to restore this republic and to get our nation back. And it is through the assembly of our nation, through each individual state. We have 50 of them, for some of you out there that might not know. And some of you might be laughing right now, but that's, seriously, there's people that don't even know that what, they can't even label the three branches of government. So I'm sure there are people out there that are probably like, oh, we got 40 states, not 50, dude. No, we got 50. Oh. Is Ireland one of them, dude? No. Excuse me. Thank you, Nancy. Four branches of government. But what I'm talking about is what they indoctrinate you in public schools. The, the you know, the, the lower three. Uh, or I should say the second, third, and fourth branch of government. See, the upper and first one is we the people in assembly. So four branches of government. Thank you for that. But there are people that don't even know how to label them. They don't know that it's the judicial and the executive and the legislative branch. They can't even tell you that. But anyway, that's a totally different sidebar. The bottom line is, 
you got to get involved. We're not going to see this mess go away. And we're not going to see this clown circus show go away until we get our minimum 38, but we need 50 states. We got to get all 50 states. And you're going to hear me pound this drum day in and day out, just about. There'll be some days I'll take a break if we talk about something else. But I'm reaching a point right now where I feel like God is moving me to talk about this a little bit more. And so, you know, <laughs> we're at we're at zero hour right now. Like we are five minutes to zero hour. And yeah, Rachel P. Yeah, somebody. Um, again, I'm going to even keep the state anonymous, anonymous, but yeah, somebody played this at a county gathering group, um, this goldfish video. Now, again, if you play, I will advise you, tell you, make sure you know that yes, there is one F bomb in there. Um, but again, she's telling the story and it was an F bomb that she was repeating that somebody said in this scenario. So just FYI, but by and large, it's a really good video, but yeah. And it's about two minutes, two and a half minutes long. But yeah, somebody played this at one of their county groups and yeah, it gained seven prospects because it got them moving. It was a story they heard. And the purpose of the story was don't be a bystander. Wow, Destry was just saying right here in the chat, I have found that people think he has found people that think that the Federal Reserve is a branch in government. Well, huh, that's interesting. But, you know, that doesn't surprise me. Okay, now, again, I want to try to do my best to, you know, be done at least close to 8.15. We know how Trump operates. Usually he's about 5, 10 minutes late to when he's supposed to speak, sometimes 15 or 20. But um, I'm going to try to be done by, you know, 8.15, 8.20 here. But here's the thing. So it's been brought to my attention by quite a few of you guys, um, which are awesome listeners. Because, look, I used to listen to Bards FM. And... I got nothing against the guy. Like I said, I, I absolutely have nothing against the guy. I've tried reaching out to him now multiple times, try to tell, you know, bring information about the national assembly. And he was pushing very heavily on the state national nonsense. Well, it was brought to my attention by quite a few of you that um, <laughs> still kind of listened to him. And you were like, yo, you might want to listen to this. He was talking to Chris Ann Hall. It was an interview. And yeah. Um, very interesting here. So I'm just going to play a couple clips here. Um, the first one here is about a minute, and then we're going to get into the second clip, which is a little bit more telling uh, because now, again, and, and this is not a reflection on him. I'm, I'm just making a point that the state national movement is an illegal, unlawful movement that's going to land you in jail or killed like that young man out in Utah that got murdered by the police. And, yeah, he got murdered. They had no right doing what they did to him out there in Utah because he was rolling around with a state national uh, uh, fabricated uh, license plate. Now, I'm not saying that that was correct for him to do, but the police certainly had no right to do what they did. And David Strait's got blood on his hands for that. You better believe that. That's that's there that 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 story is a very sad story. But anyway, so. Let's play this first clip real quick because I, I'm, I'm going to make a point here. And again, this is no reflection on Scott or Bards FM, but I'm just I'm making a point with the subject matter. Just FYI, because I know we got some people here that listen to Bards and I, I don't begrudge anybody. In fact, I listened to an episode today. 
I still tap in once in a while. So anyway, here's this real quick. Every, every year for seven years straight. Um, and we always operated really from a point of, of ministry perspective. So we didn't, we did everything at our own cost. Since then, you know, all those meetings, uh, we have an online Constitution American History Government Training Program called LibertyForSociety.com. And we have uh, written, produced, and published two documentaries um, at our website, NoncompliantMovie.com. And we've seen, it's, it's amazing. We've seen lives change. We've seen we've seen entire towns changed um, by the teachings that they've received, and we feel so blessed to be a part of that blessing. That's really walking the talk. That's amazing. So you are absolutely probably one of the only attorneys that has taken that much stand on the defense of the Constitution and be willing to sacrifice so much. I would assume with that, that doesn't put you in the circle of friendly nature with the bar. <laughs> okay, the reason I played that part, okay, <clears throat> he made a very interesting comment and she goes on to laugh. He says, I bet you that does not put you in, you know, basically good standing or good nature with the bar. What's the bar? That's the British Accreditation Registry. And then she laughs. See, the British Accreditation Registry is what most lawyers and attorneys are members of. See, if you only understood the whole reason why this country is in the mess that it's in is because of bar member attorneys and lawyers. <clears throat> And yeah, in fact, that's right. It was you, Liz Anella, because so Liz Anella was saying, I want, she was saying, I want someone from the General General Assembly to talk to her. She didn't like me asking her questions about the General General Assembly. I remember that. Yeah, because she was sent me a message saying that uh, she tried bringing this up. She went to an event that Chris Ann Hall was at and she tried bringing up the General General Assembly to her. And I think and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Liz, but I think if I if I correct, if I if I remember correctly, you were saying that. Um, she basically just kind of snuffed you. Like she went from being happy and friendly towards you. And the minute you brought up the uh, general general assembly, it was like almost she morphed into a nasty kind of individual. I'm not going to, you know, slander her or anything. Cause I, I don't know her, but you know, I want to stick with facts here. She is a member of the bar. Liz was saying that she, you know, almost kind of went from friendly to completely nasty and unfriendly, almost morphed in her face because like, it was almost like maybe the general general assembly was a bad word to her. And in, in, in a nutshell, she was basically saying, um, if you can't make money with it, how could it ever work or something to that effect? Correct me if I'm wrong, Liz, on that. I'm just I'm trying to recall correctly what you were saying. But but that's but that's what these people do. These these, these grifters that try to profit off the republic. Let's see. She said she didn't want to have anything to do with me. She said that if it, it cannot work without spending the money. No, that's bullcrap. And I'm not saying that to you, Liz, but, but that's bullcrap. See, just like Destry always says, and like I've always said, you know, Jesus walked the earth, or at least the region where he was at, but walked the region spreading the gospel of God. Now, it moved mountains and miracles occurred. Lives changed. And the Christian movement began with 12 men. 13 with Jesus, but you know, with the 12 apostles. 
So, and he did all that free. And look how it's grown today, 2,000 plus years later. My point is, is this is a legit, authentic movement by the people, by God's people, to really, truly be free again and out of the oppression and the boot being, you know, getting out from under the boot of tyrannical evil. Oh, I got to change a setting on my phone here because after a certain time, it switches to coloring. Um, but anyway, but Liz was saying at the time she was new to the General General Assembly and she was curious what she would say to the, on the subject. Destry was saying it has nothing to do with money. That's right. It's strictly voluntary. It's strictly for love of country, not about how much money you can make or how much money you have to sink into it in order to make this movement going. See, any movement that's backed by God will grow exponentially. No matter how defeated we might feel in the moment or how little progress it might seem like we're not making at times, God is the only one that can move and shake mountains. He's the only one that can do it. Okay, so I played that clip for a reason. She's a member of the bar. Okay, remember that. The people who ruin this country purposefully are bar members. That's why I played that clip. Now let's get to the state national clip. But I want to, this takes to the next step, which is there's a huge push right now for state nationals. It's massive. It's like 15 million people have picked up momentum there. Now I will say this, even though she is a member of the bar, she does speak truth here, but she goes on to promoting her own curriculum that she sells for money. They're trying to reclaim their individual rights. They're going back to Black Law's dictionary. I, mean, I have all this here. What's your thoughts on this? Well, unfortunately, the state national movement is an unlawful exercise. Uh, it's, it's, it's legally invalid. It is unlawful. It will not do what people think it will do. First off, and I do immigration work too, so I'm, I know exactly what I'm talking about. I've actually specifically researched this. There are only four criteria of people that are able to apply for state national, and none of them are U.S. citizens within the United States. So if you don't fall into that, this is immigration law that we're talking about. This is what state national is. It's a, it's a division of immigration law. It has to do with citizenship, revoking your citizenship, relinquishing your citizenship. And so that is not available to people legally in the United States. Uh, and even if you're outside the United States, it's only available to four classifications of people. If you do not fit into those four classifications of people, then you don't qualify to be a state national. And that's really the bottom line. If you are in the United States. All right. So. I'm going to pause it there because that is an 11 minute clip and I'm not going to sit here and play the full 11 minutes of that particular clip, but I wanted to get the most important part, which was at the very beginning of that. I mean, again, regardless, yeah, she is a bar member, but she said it right there herself. The state national movement is an unlawful movement. That is not a thing. And that's coming from a bar member. Okay. Uh, uh, an attorney, but I could tell you, I, I know why she's saying it. She's got curriculum. And she's got online courses and she's got books and she's got documentaries that she's selling. And of course she's selling it. I mean, this whole podcast, when I listen to it, 
This whole podcast was nothing more than a big giant infomercial packaged up in a podcast show. That's all it was. That's all it was, was just a big, large infomercial packaged up as a podcast. I wonder how much commission Scott's getting off that because, you know, he's got a big following over there. So if he's getting a, you know, 10% cut, man, he's gonna be a rich, rich man. But, but see, you see what I'm saying? See, there's so many people out there that have stolen curriculum and, and, and handbooks and information off the national-assembly.net website. They've taken some of the most basic curriculum, you know, basic information, which is packed full of solid substance of information. Uh, Zero Michigan was asking, what was the date of that podcast? Um, Shoot. I don't know the date, but it's episode 2112. So 2112, episode 2112. Let me know if you need that again, Zero Michigan. Yeah, episode 2112. Yes, correct. Lizanella says, I think it was two weeks ago, I believe. But yeah, um, it just sounded like one big giant infomercial. Now, the next clip, I can't remember what the next clip is. Hold on. Let me play this real quick. It's a solution that involves personal responsibility, personal accountability, and personal investment, right? So it's not easy, but it is very simple. And it's just simply this. We have to use the checks and balances to enforce the Constitution to its limited and defined nature or enforce the constitution to force the government into its limited and defined nature. That is why controlling state and local is so important because we just be totally honest and straight up with each other right here. You have no control over the federal government. I have no control over the federal government. We were never, the federal government, let's be very clear. The federal government was never designed to be controlled by the individual. Now she's not wrong. The federal government was never designed to be controlled by any one man or woman. Let's see what else she says. The federal government was designed to be controlled internally by the representatives of the people in the House, by the representatives of the people in the state, and then externally by the state and local governments. But hold on. But who is controlling the people in the House and on the state level governments? Because she's saying that those people are controlled by the local level government, which is the city and the township government, basically like the county, right? She's talking about local. But again, she's using the words. Let's well, let's go back just a couple seconds here. Individual. The federal government was designed to be controlled internally by the representatives of the people in the house by the representatives of the people in the state, and then externally by the state and local governments. And so the, the most powerful check and balance on an overreaching federal government has always been by design the state and local government. That's bullcrap. Now, this is where she gets it messed up. No, the true checks and balances lie in the people in the common law grand juries. Okay, this is where the assembly comes in place, ladies and gentlemen. Come on now. I don't care what you've been taught in school. I don't care what degree you hold from whatever, you know, pedigree school you went to. I don't care how much money you're in debt for that piece of paper hanging on your wall in that fancy 
picture frame. It's the people that are the in in the in a jury, okay, that are separate and completely independent from all government branches. They're separate from the judicial branch, they're separate from the legislative branch, and they're separate from the executive branch. The people are in charge, not the state, not the county, okay, not the de facto county people, no. The people in general jural assembly, the jurors, who, who, so here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I think I'm going to do a show on this. We're going to go back and read the Bill of Rights. See, the Bill of Rights is the supreme law of the land, not the Constitution. I'm not saying the Constitution isn't an important document and an authoritative document, but let's be clear. The Constitution is not the supreme law of the land. It's the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights. Now, I'm going to go to one last clip. This was from a show that he did yesterday, April 3rd, episode 2153. Uh, It's titled The End of the U.S. Federal Reserve Note. But uh, listen to what he says here. And before I play this, uh, Dusty was saying right here in the chat, 12 people in a jury has more. Yes, that's right. 12 people in a jury has more power than the Congress, the military, and even the president all combined. Article 1 and Article 7, Bill of Rights. You know, I might not only just do a podcast on that, I might even do a separate recording on that. Um, just as an educational piece, because I still got to do a reading of the new Declaration of Independence that was put forward by the Assembly. So that's going to be another thing I need to work on. I need to get moving on that. I've been so lazy. Sorry about that, guys. And again, if you guys are going to go try to listen to Trump here in about three minutes, I don't blame you. So (laughs) no no worries. Um, But anyways, but I'm going to play this last clip here because I'm rounding all of this to a point. Maybe food. What the CBDC is trying to do is to force you onto a single currency that they can control and dictate how you can do all of those things. I have a call on Wednesday afternoon with an attorney to draft the beginning of the drafting of her proposal for a county level measure that I will pursue and I will share openly with anybody as once we get this drafted to mandate that in a county level, no vendor No government agency, no utility at the county or city level can restrict the way people pay for their bills. They must be able to use, if they choose a federal system, they must be able to use gold and silver, and they must be able to use alternatives such as other cryptos. Okay, now, I am not opposed to what he's saying. I think he's onto something there. We do need to get back to precious metals and gold-backed, or, you know, precious metal-backed currency. However, he just said he's going to be on a phone call with an attorney on Wednesday night. Scott, buddy, if you're listening to this, and I'm not trying to say this in a condescending way, please do yourself some uh, a favor and look further into the assembly of people. Your state is assembled. Your state is assembled. And your counties are growing exponentially. Oregon is doing phenomenal. That's your state, Scott Kesterson. Oregon is assembled. And they are growing. If you want more information on what's going on in your state, 
email me at hishardline at gmail.com. Look, man, I'll get you in contact with whoever you need, good, wholesome people in your state, good farmers. You talk about the farmers and your small community all the time on your show and how amazing they are. But brother, I'm telling you, and I hope you hear this at some point, you're not going to fix anything on the county level by talking with an attorney that's a member of the bar. You're not going to fix your problems that way. You've already got it established in the last show uh, that I played, the last clip in 2112 with Chris Ann Hall, how she said that the state national thing is an illegal, unlawful thing. So that pretty much blew up in your face, as I tried telling you and many others tried telling you. But I'm telling you right now, getting in contact with attorney is not going to help your problem. You got to get involved with your assembly. And I speak to anybody out there who is not familiar with the assembly. If you think this is going to get fixed by working around the de facto agencies and working around people that are members of the bar, I got news for you. They're just going to get you trapped right back into the system because attorneys make money on effing people like you and me. Sorry for the imagery. I had to obviously clean it up because I'm not going to say the F-bomb, but I'm being serious here. These people do not like us. And they will step at nothing to screw with the progress and the forward movement and the growth of the National Assembly. And when this all shakes out and we get our 50 states and we are the active government of the people by the people for the people, oh, buddy, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be hanging from ropes and there's going to be a lot of heads rolling and I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. <sighs> Zero Michigan, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they are the enemy. The bar is the enemy. And people think that you're going to fix the problem using people that are attorneys and lawyers. And look, I'm not saying every single lawyer and attorney is bad. What I'm saying is anybody who's a member of the bar is part and parcel of the big problem because they swore an oath to a foreign country. They are the enemy. They are swearing an oath to Britain. They don't give a crap about America. They don't give a crap about the Republic or the Constitution or your Bill of Rights. They don't care about your family. They don't damn well care about you. Folks, there's only one way. The National Assembly. You want to know more about the information of the National Assembly? You can go to the website and give get on the phone call that we have every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Every Thursday. You can find the phone number. It's free conference call. You can go in online or you can call in. Website is www.national-assembly.net. National-assembly.net. If you have questions about who's, you know, what, what's going on in your state, you can email me at hishardline at gmail.com and I will reply to you, add Destry to the email, and then he will help you get in contact with the appropriate people in your state. Now, here's the other question. Now, generally, there's quite a few people that are active in a lot of states. They just don't have the full 30 people that they need to complete steps one, two, and three of the 10 steps of how to form an assembly. 
And I went over this last night on last night's show at the end. Focus on steps one, two, and three. What are they? Okay, in short, step one, just gather as many people as you can in a room and discuss your redress or grievances and just talk and get a note taker, okay? Forget about the details of if it's a county or state assembly. Just get people together and just start talking and have a note taker, a scribe. Step two, you have your second meeting. You establish your officers. Who's going to be the moderator? Who's going to be the scribe? Who's going to be the bailiff for your state assembly? Okay, just those main offices or positions, okay? Get something formulated. And again, you need 30 plus people, at least 30 minimum. But, you know, we encourage 35 because, again, you, you can never count on all people showing up at the same time all the time. So you want to have a couple people, in, you know, that, you know, account for people that might not make meetings. Okay, that's step two. And then step three, crap, and I forgot. <laughs> I'm going right back to the, uh, real quick here, hold on, 10 steps. Step three is now that the assembly has become conscious of the numbers and what the numbers indicate, now is when the time where, where basically it says we in the Michigan General General Assembly, we researched everything that we brought to the assembly to determine what made sense and that didn't and what didn't and what might be overdone by sheer weight and volume of numbers. Now, in research of the original concept of coming together as a grand jury, the Magna Carta 1215, chapter 61, the numbers of this body was stated to be the election of 25 barons from the realm to the administrator uh, or to administer the stability and security. All right. So the assembly chose the number 27 because of obviously two alternates to participate in the deliberations of a grand jury. And this number became the number of the assembly members to establish the state level assembly. The assembly then established the number to establish the county assembly as being 13, which may be used as a petite jury. We call this the establishment of the state and county assemblies as settling the state and county under de jure jurisdiction. All right, so step one, meet together and take notes and, you know, Again, you're, you're, you're formalizing your assembly using the Bill of Rights. That's step one. Talk about your redress of grievances. Step two. Again, have a second meeting. You want to get at least three offices filled here. Okay, this is your second meeting. All right, now step three, again, you want to have your numbers. You need to get your numbers. Because if you're going to, you know, put out notice public notice, you need to have sufficient number of people in your state so you have a proper quorum. Okay. Very important. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. That is why I wanted to go over that. But again, there's only one way. Attorneys aren't going to be the way. Lawyers aren't going to be the way. The state nationals aren't going to be the way. Working within the corrupt de facto federal system is not going to be the way. You think you're going to write your congressman or your senator and expect change? Guess what? You're going to be wasting a lot of paper, a lot of ink, and a lot of time. It's not going to work, guys. You think going out with picket signs and, 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 and carrying your AR on your shoulder down at your state capital is going to is going to make things happen. No, you're just going to end up being on the news and be labeled as a terrorist, a domestic terrorist. This is the only way you do it. You want to learn how to take your country back. Damn it, people. Come on. 30 people in 50 states. 
30 people in 50 states. Is that hard? Surely you guys can come up with 30 people in 50 different states. I mean, I had somebody write me in the show and said, I played that goldfish video at a county group and got seven prospects alone from a three-minute video that didn't even talk about the assembly. It talked about not standing on the sidelines, not being a bystander in life, and being a mover and shaker to get your country back in order to restore this republic. Do you love your country, ladies and gentlemen? Because I sure as hell do. I want to play one last little thing, and then we'll close it out in prayer. I feel like this is important. Is not which party controls our government, but whether our government is controlled by the people. That's right. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. I know you love America now. Come on. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. That's right. The establishment protected itself, but not the citizens of our country. That's right, Rihanna. That God all changes starting right here and right now. tell you that was a powerful video and i love the, the the music behind that but i'm gonna tell you right now there's only one way to get this country back it's through the assembly of people destry was just saying right here in the chat i'll read this here and then we'll uh and then we'll go into prayer but he says my responsibility to my brother a goldfish or my neighbor matters not my life in country all life is precious and all lands too. That's right. All life is precious and all lands too. All right. Grab my cross as we pray here. (sighs) Heavenly Father, we come to you with our heads down, humbled. We have a lot of lessons that we are learning and we're still learning.
And um, we need your help. We can't do this on our own. Only you can do this, and we understand that. We comprehend that. We realize that we have to surrender completely to you. We get down on our knees, and we ask for your, not only for your forgiveness and to forgive our trespasses and our sins past and and, and pre, you know and, and present and we but we also ask that you forgive the sins of this nation and, and for us who have un, honestly and ignorantly and sadly um uh what's the word i'm looking for and i can't even think of the word but we have turned a blind eye to a lot of atrocities that have occurred in this country namely the atrocious abortions that have taken place and the killing of innocent babies in and out of the womb. We ask that you guide us. Guide this great nation we know as America. We need your people to stand up, to get involved in all 50 states so we can return back to self-governance, return you back at the top of the throne, get you as the main subject matter in all schools, at the dinner table of every home in America. To get the Lord Jesus Christ, your son who died for us in the hearts of every man, woman, and child around this nation and around the world. God, we need to get you back at the heart and the center of the country's soul where you belong. And as an awesome ending here to this prayer from Rietta and Donnie, Father, your people are wary. We ask for your mighty power. You have given us permission to stop on snakes and scorpions. Let us be in your will and give you the glory. Thank you, Father, because your ways are perfect. Bring the people to salvation. We need your wisdom and discernment. And we need God back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go over there and watch President Trump. I'm done. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now go over and listen to the Trumpster. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. We're out. Time to wake Time to up. Wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost.